the Just Saying podcast is proud to have Our Riveter as our sponsor. Our Riveter doesn't hire military spouses to make handbags. They make handbags to hire military spouses. To shop these bags on a mission, please visit ourriveter.com. Use code BRIEF at checkout for 15% off all signature collection items. Welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. My name is Joe McCormick. I'm your host. In this week's episode, we're going to talk about the minimum definition of success. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. I'm really happy that you're here. Happy that you found Just Saying. If you've been here before, super happy that you're back. Please spread the word. We are in our sixth season, so we're on our episode, uh, more than 240 episodes. I think this is, um, we're on to something here. The point here is pretty singular to help you become a more intentional communicator. Think clearly, communicate concisely. It's incredibly valuable. Um, We're talking about something that people need to think more about and commit to improve. As you may know, I've written a book called Brief, Make a Bigger Impact by Saying Less, and also a book called Noise, Living and Leading When Nobody Can Focus. And our two biggest programs are the Brief Lab for Brief and the quiet workplace um, for, for noise. Quiet works. It actually does. So today we're going to talk about the minimum definition of success and why is that important. That, that, that might be a, an expression that you don't ever use or maybe you've never even heard of. It's one that we throw about you know, quite regularly in the courses that we teach because it's really important that you set your sights on that uh, on an to make sure that something gets done versus nothing and, and that you're not always acting like it's an all or nothing proposition, okay? People can get greedy. They're too ambitious. You know, one of the tendencies of communicators is over-explaining, giving you too much information, trying too hard. In one of the episodes we've talked about in our courses, we talk about telling versus selling. You know, when a person's selling, they're just trying too hard. They're trying to convince you. And that's not, that's not a good idea. We have to throttle back. We have to give our audience a place or a way to hear the information we're saying. And we can't be too pushy. And, and it's, it's a tendency. People overdo it. They have a good idea and they shine too much light on it. They've got something they're really passionate about and they can't stop talking. Um, they go into a meeting and they think that in, in one hour they're going to solve the world's problems with 12 people. It's not going to happen. Now, I don't mean you know, become resigned and, or give up. That's not the point of the podcast. It's really about defining minimally what does success look like and putting some realism into it so that consistently something gets done um, versus nothing. Where was this inspired, this term? The answer is I don't specifically know, but I do know that we adopted into a couple of tools that we use at the Brief Lab, for sure. And one of them is called a draft card, D-R-A-F-T, and it's about knowing your audience. And another one's called a brief meeting prep card. And both of these are available if you go to thebrieflab.com and the resources, you can register and download them. The draft card, essentially what it does, without turning this into a podcast about draft cards, is helping you define the needs mindset and intent of how you connect with an audience. 
you know, you think about a message, there's many different audiences that receive that message. And how do you think about each di- differently? And one of them is, what is the current mindset of the audience? What are they thinking, feeling, and doing when you start talking or start when they start reading what you're saying? And what is the desired mindset? What do you want them to think, feel, and do? Now, in that desired mindset, the do box, if you go to that, if you go to the tool, it has in very fine print, it says minimum definition of success. And what that allows you to do is to, you know, when you engage an audience that, that you want to be effective, you want to affect an outcome. Well, I'll, I'll give you a couple of examples of what this might look like. Imagine that you're writing an email, okay? If you're using a draft card, um, you're going to, Determine your audience. You know what is your desired outcome? What's the relationship you have with the audience? What is the wh- who is the audience? What are they What are they thinking, feeling now? What do you want them thinking and feeling and doing? And when you get to that do box, you need to create a minimum definition of success. So I'll just give you a simple example of like the least minimum definition of success is the least they would do that you would, that would qualify as effective, and it might be opening it. Okay, I mean, simple levels, ideally maximum, medium, minimum, and then failure. There's a line between that minimum definition of success and failure. Failure is they don't even open it. They just delete it. Okay, well, in marketing, you run these campaigns and you'll have open rates, you have click-through rates and response rates. And ultimately, there's a call to action. What do you want them to do? Well, there's layers of what do you want them to do. I could have them open it. Then I can have them read it, and then I can have maximums reply to it. Well, as you've, if you've ever run any analytics on marketing campaigns, email campaigns, those click-through rates and response rates become, that's the gold standard. But we're looking at minimum definition of success is bronze. So gold is the max. Silver is sort of like they, they read it, and then the bronze metal goes to they just opened it. Okay, well, why is that important? It's important for you to know that you can't always get, you know, in baseball, doubles, triples, and home runs. You know, you you need to get on base. You need to get, make contact with the ball. You need to get on base in football or whatever sport you might be inclined to. You know, you need to to gain yardage or move, move forward, make some progress, okay, versus just all or nothing. Go for it, you know. When people communicate it, they get too greedy, too ambitious. So this literally mitigates that the temptation. As communicators, this allows us to always be effective in some way. And I'm going to say that again. So when you're when you're thinking about affecting an outcome, there's varying degrees of that. But if you haven't thought about the minimum definition of success, you might be setting your sights on on things that are not consistently achievable. What happens? Well, email, for example, People have bad days. You know, you have uh, maybe maybe there was big world news that day that you sent out the email, and, and everybody's attention's on that. Or, or maybe your 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 subject line was somehow off, or that person got distracted. There's a lot of things that could be happening with the people in your audience that can affect their response to to whatever it is that you wrote. Let's say that you're having a conversation with somebody, um, and right before there was a fire drill. Or right before that, they found out that, you know, there was an incident at home. They can all affect people. So you have to be able to adjust and lower your 
your expectations without giving up in, in entirely. So what I really want to talk about now is to, is to start to get into it is, okay, well, when am I going to use this minimum definition of success and, and how would it work? Um, just a quick, and this is not a comprehensive list, but the, the when is, I mean, okay, meetings. I'm designing an agenda. I'm using that brief meeting prep card. What is my minimum definition of success? The analogy I use is like if you had a dinner party, if you burnt all the food, do you have a backup plan? You don't want to send away your guests hungry. Do you have any food that they can eat or anything they can drink so that they don't, they don't go away hungry and thirsty? So meetings are the same way. What's the minimum definition of success? What are you going to, what absolutely do you have to minimally accomplish? Projects. You're doing a project plan. Okay. And of course you want to have the whole thing be a wild success, but in each of the phases or the parts of the project, have you, divine, to, you know, defined a minimum definition of success to always showing traction and progress? You, you know, you have delays. And this all or nothing thing makes project planning very difficult because you're always missing the mark and you're never getting anywhere. Um, key leader engagement. You're talking to your network. Um, you know, you want you – know, I'll, I'll give you an, an example of, of this um, – where you're engaging a, an influencer, a person who's not the decision maker, but uh, a person who can influence a decision. You're making, in a recent podcast about decision making and why people make bad decisions is, the, you know, when you're making recommendations, that influencer is, is, is confused or didn't take time to prepare. Well, you're now trying to influence that person to who's going to influence the decision. Well, well, if you haven't designed it, you know, what you're, you might miss the mark entirely. Well, that kind of thought needs to go in. What's my minimum definition of success when I'm doing key leader engagement? Presentations. I'm going to give a presentation. I want everybody to stand up and clap at the end. Well, that's one maximum response. But what could be something more realistic, you know, that, that two people ask questions or a few people stay afterwards to talk to you? We talked about email um, and the list goes on and on. So those are kind of the when you would define minimum definitions of success. I suspect that you'll see other ones, right? It's where you're trying too hard, you, mean, you might need to, in your planning, throttle, throttle back, okay? You, you know, maybe you have to have a tough conversation with somebody. The, you know, maybe the, the best outcome is that they understand. Well, you know, maybe the minimum definition of success is they don't react badly or scream. I don't know. You know, they don't, they, you know, they, those are tough ones to define. But how do you know the point of minimum definition of success is how do you know you're effective versus hoping that you're effective. You know, in comedy, the minimum definition of success is, is sort of like, you know, a polite laugh. And the ideal is that everybody in the audience is crying, they're laughing so hard. Okay, so that you kind of get the point there. How do you do this? I've kind of alluded to it already, but I'm just going to hit it again. Bronze, silver, gold. The bronze is the least right? You know, I, let's say that I've got a, a meeting. My minimum definition of success is that we have a second meeting. We didn't come to, you know, we didn't, um, you know, the, 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 we all agreed to continue the conversation. Um, maybe if you're doing a project um, that the minimum definition of success is that everybody, um, you know, asks a question about their role or something. Um, if you're talking about an influencer, maybe the, the minimum definition of success is that they don't disagree with you. 
kind of go into the silver letter level. Okay, they didn't disagree with me. What would be the next up? Well, they would give me some advice. That would be better. It's kind of like good, better, best. How do you do it? Okay, what's bad? Okay, that's the cut line. This is good. At least they give you some advice. The best is that they ask if they can help you. Okay, they can participate in your in your in your plan or your or your initiative. Things to think about when you communicate are: Have I taken time to think about what is my minimum definition of success versus? And if you don't do this from experience, what happens is you can get very confused about how to evaluate what happened. Just recently, I had a conversation with somebody, and I didn't do this, and I somehow wanted them to react better than they actually did. And I stopped and I said, I actually never defined in this conversation what my minimum definition of success was. So I wanted it to be what I thought instinctively was the maximum, and that didn't happen. Now I thought it was bad. No, actually it was a good conversation, but it wasn't defined. And I had, after the fact, had to define my minimum definition of success. And I, it was good. It was a good conversation. It was good enough. It could have been better and it could have been best. But I have to think about this before the conversation because otherwise it might make me confused about where I stand in a meeting, running a project, doing key leader engagement, giving a presentation, sending an email. You don't ever want to be confused about where you stand. And the minimum definition of success can do that for you. It gives you clarity, and that's critical, especially when you're communicating. Critical to know, am I being effective? Right? The point here is to be efficient and effective, that this really gives you a tool or a way of thinking about being effective. Okay? Well, I thought I'd share the little reveal here. I thought I'd share my minimum definition of success before making this episode. Guess what it is? That you'd listen, it, listen to it all the way to the end. Just saying. <laughs>